This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Catherine Duraso. On today's episode, I'm going to talk with you girls about rejection. Okay, now, rejection, it comes in a variety of forms, but ultimately it feels the same. It feels like someone played you, pushed you to the side, or just pretty much made you feel like shit. And the thing is, is that this is okay, all right? We, we, we all experience, you know, being pushed to the side, being overlooked, if you will. You don't get that job that you desire. I mean, it's just a part of life, you know, what I mean? it's really a part of life. But I think that um, I, I think that it's it's right for me to give you a little pep talk for me to kind of, you know, give you a nice hug because it's hard. OK, if you've ever been rejected in love, if you've ever been rejected from a job, if you've ever been let go, if someone's ever ghosted you, you know, you feel like, oh, my God, you know, no one loves me. No one likes me. I ain't shit. You know, it's it's a crazy feeling. It really, really is. But we're going to be okay because we're bad bitches and we're going to get through anything and everything. And I'm here to support you if you're going through this. So get, you know, get, get, get your coffee, get your wine, get your water, whatever you got. Okay, and let's get ready. Let's get into this rejection, okay? We got this. <laughs> but before we do that, though, thank you girls so much for tuning into this episode. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate the vibes, the energy. It means everything to me. The support, the purchases of the bad bitch manual, the class signups. Girl, everything. We're just winning. And I'm so excited. So thank you. <laughs> Definitely, um, you know, I appreciate you girls for real. And the connection and the vibes that we've created um, is real. You know, the connections. And I see the numbers growing immensely. And I'm just really appreciative. So be sure to also to share the podcast with other like-minded women. So that way we can continue to grow our community. And yes, let's get into this episode. So we're talking about rejection. All right. Now, this was an inspired podcast episode by one of you lovely uh, listeners. And you girls ask me all the time to make different podcast episodes. But uh, particularly, she was telling me, you know, she's in a relationship or whatnot. And, you know, the guy's just kind of not giving her any attention and kind of like, you know, just brushing her off to the side a little bit. Now, of course, every situation is different. Okay, now, because... A man could be brushing you off to the side because he's focused on maybe work or focused on different things. I'm not saying that it's okay, but what I am saying is you have a logical reason behind this behavior. Um, sometimes with rejection, I think the more confusing part is when you don't know why you're being rejected. I think that's when you kind of feel a little displaced and a little crazy. And then that's when you start doing self-analyzing. So when her situation, of course, I gave her a variety of different advisements, but ultimately, um, when it's breaking down, she doesn't necessarily know why he's distant. You know, um, she's like, he's not, he's working regular hours and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I, you know, you know, I'm not going to tell you what I told her, but <laughs> ultimately it could be a variety of different things, you know? And, um, at the end of the day though, the, the feeling and the processing of the rejection is really what we're focused on. You know, what I was focused on within the conversation and just trying to heal her from that. And I'm personally, now let, let me just give you a little background on myself. As far as rejection, all right, so I, because I'm in a different mindset right now than I used to be, I look at my life a little bit differently. Now, at one point in my life, I looked at myself as a victim, okay, and be like, oh my God, I had all this stuff that happened to me, and which is natural because I had a lot of different things happen to me that kind of made me feel ill feelings, you understand, but um, as far as on a general aspect, no, I've never felt rejection per se. Like I've never been um, completely booted outside it, that kind of thing. But I have had moments in my life and sections and people who have kind of tossed me off to the side. Um, 
I grew up, you know, without my father being directly in my life. I mean, I saw him, my natural father, I saw him and different things like that. Um, and, but I, when I would go around, like, let's just say him or his family, I would always feel like I wasn't accepted for who I was. I felt like I was rejected. Like, it was like, it was like, mm. and you see, that's a strong word too, because it's not that they didn't fully accept me. I think it was, I didn't fully fit into their ideology because I had a baby young. So, you know, that was a big thing. First of all, I'm the only girl on my father's side. So um, as far as me, when I came around, you know, I was different, you know, in terms of, you know, they got boys and everything. All my cousins are boys. Um, there's like four, four, I think it's five boys now. Um, my uncle has three and my aunt has two. And so and then I'm the only girl and then I'm my, my father's only child. So when I came around, you know, it was definitely a sense of excitement and I would always get spoiled with gifts and, and, and clothes and things, you know, and, and that was great. So I felt like, and my creativity was honored and welcome because I was the only girl. So like my aunts and my, my, my grandmother would take me shopping. They really didn't know what to buy for me. Honey, my auntie bought me my first song because she really didn't know what she was buying. Okay. I think she knew, but she didn't know. I was telling her that I, I was buying the thong for fashion purposes. I had to be like 12 years old. It we went shopping girl. And I had to get me a thong because I was like, the panty lines are killing me in my clothes. And I was wearing some white pants, you know? So <laughs> I was really into fashion and style and stuff like that. So I felt like my grandmother, and my auntie, they, you know, they came to that and they you know indulged in that they didn't have a problem with it but as far as some of my lifestyle choices like I was always rebellious so I felt like um rebellious in terms of I had an alternative mindset you know that's how you got bad bitch radio okay it's a different perspective it's a raw perspective it's a real perspective I don't I don't sugarcoat it I'm not trying to live in a fake world you know and sometimes they did they lived in a false reality and a realist like myself doesn't always thrive in those environments. And I kind of felt rejected at times. I felt like I wasn't welcome. I felt like my opinion was too strong, too much, too this, too that. Those are the essence of rejection that I felt in my life. In a general sense was Catherine may have been too much for some people. My perspective, my 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 vision for life whatever but at the same time I've had a lot of people that welcome it you know all of you girls listen to my podcast we're talking thousands of women okay and men that listen to my podcast they have no problem with my perspective I've met people I've been in relationships I've had friends they have no problem with who I am and what I am so that's why I say to you girls it's kind of hard for me to say oh yeah fully I experienced rejection because I've had moments you know what I'm saying but it, it, it's not deep like that now since I've been an adult, though, let's get into that, okay? Because I know as far as rejection, as far as relationships is concerned, I, I think that it's an understanding of the um, opposite sex a little bit. I think in my experience, I've realized that men are obviously are different than us, but I don't think that they think as deep as we do. I think that they kind of, they have these moments where they're really focused on work or they're really focused on their careers or their bodies or what they have personally going on. And I think, um, we take that as a sign of rejection. We take that as a sign of they're not into us, but that's not the case. It, the thing is that it goes back to ancient, ancient basics. Okay. Women are bred to be companioned. We're bred to be coupled. That is just how it has been. And that's how they want us to be. The thing is that though, men aren't 
um, bred to be the same. Men are bred to be independent. So if you've ever, say, for instance, been married or um, in a long-term relationship or have children with a man, you know that it takes a while for them to get with the program. Not saying that, it, you know, that they're um, in, in incapacitated or anything like that. I'm just saying that it takes a while for them to understand the whole sense of community and together and being, you know, realistic with schedules and helping out in the house and stuff like that because they're not bred that way. You know, we're the ones playing house, not them. We're the ones playing with dolls and shit, taking care of babies. They're not doing that, girl. They are playing sports, doing their own thing. They don't They don't have any training, if you will. So I think that that's the, the thing is that we, we have to realize we go back to our ancient basics and just realize that men and women are just bred too different, you know? So at the end of the day, um, when a man decides to be independent or it kind of gets on his independent mode, we have to understand that it's not necessarily rejection per se. Now there is experiences though, when you have rejection where someone is not, um, fully engaging with you as they used to like in their own life, but literally have pushed you aside, made you feel like you're not even important or invaluable. Now I feel sorry, you know, for, for, um, for women that have experienced that and I've experienced that myself, but you know something I'm gonna tell you girls about all this rejection stuff and all this look Okay, if someone pushes you to the side, I can't tell you any more plainer than what I'm about to say Fuck them. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, you got to go where you are loved and wanted not where you are maintained Okay, like if someone has an issue with your personality, the way you dress, the way you present yourself, your affection, your love, your thought processes, hell, whatever. If someone doesn't even like the sight of you or the way you do things, fuck them. Okay, you look, when you came out your mom's vagina, and I'm just keeping it real, when you came out your mom's vagina or your mom's stomach, okay, you weren't with that person. You came out a single entity. And even if you was twins, girl, y'all came out one by one. Y'all didn't come out together. So at the end of the day, it's, it's mainly about you. Everyone that you meet on your journey is literally just that, someone you met on your journey. But you have to remember to um, do self-preservation. You know, that's a big thing for me. Um, I, I think that in my life I've had moments where I didn't necessarily put myself first and things like that. And I've had that battle, you know, especially if you get married or if you have kids and stuff, you'd be like, ah, you know, it's about us and everybody together which is great which is great too but again you came out the vagina by yourself you know what i'm saying so you have to make sure that you're stable you have to make sure your mind is right your body's right your all your components are, are stable so then that way you can be productive and move forward so I, i'm just going to be real as i said like if someone doesn't want you or doesn't want to be around you you have to to love yourself enough to say f them like you're one of a kind baby and listen there's billions of people in the world i myself used to think that um this is, may sound very interesting and exotic coming from me but i used to think that only I, I would either have to change myself or or like only associate with the people around me or i would only know the people around me so i guess i cared about their opinions or perspectives or i cared about um like different things, you know, like I, I, I gave energy to other people. And I think that in this journey of life that I realized that that's not important. What other people think of you or, or what they think you should be doing or shouldn't be doing or how you should be doing it or all the doing it's you just, just, it doesn't matter anymore. You understand? It doesn't matter. Like if you've ever been sick, let me tell you girls, right? A couple months ago. Well, this is a while ago, actually like six, eight months ago. 
Okay, so different things. You know I've been inconsistent with these podcast episodes. Okay, let's address the elephant in the room, okay? Now, months ago, whatever, I was really, like, fucked up. Like, when I say fucked up, I'm talking about, like, sickly, like, sickly, like... I've been depressed for a while, for years. And I mean, you know, I think I I call it functional depression where it's like you look like you functioning, you know, but you have these moments where you spaz out or like get all sad and all weird and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I went through that for a long time. I think like hormonal imbalance and life and all kind of good stuff that was happening. So nevertheless, though. Um, around like the summertime, I had this incident that went down with me. I was taking my kids to the doctor and everything, doing my thing, my mom shit, right? But I had a headache that was kind of bothering me. It was like in my eye. It was like a really weird thing. So I said, you know what? Maybe I should, you know, get checked out, you know, different things like that. You know, see what's going on with myself. So girl, why I go and go get the damn x-ray done? Because I told them something was going on my chest, my lungs, girl. I felt like I was sick inside like I couldn't put my finger I felt like I was infectious if you will so I'm just like look something's going on my lungs I'm not feeling right I had a lot of mucus a lot of phlegm and just whatever so I go girl to go get this x-ray done and all of a sudden girl I get the x-ray done blah 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 I'm walking out I don't know what was happening but it just felt like everything was like no okay my body kind of started feeling limp my left side I, I i couldn't talk i like things started getting blurry i girl mind you i got my two kids with me okay so at the end of the day you know i'm terrified girl they all scared girl they had to call the ambulance girl it was deep and it was dramatic you understand it was dramatic because i had the kids with me you know so they all scared girl crying and stuff and you know it was just really um a very interesting time for me so um at the end of the day originally they were like oh you know we don't know what's going on you know we don't know what's happening blah 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 so i'm went home i'm just like this is crazy you know but the situation itself had changed me so much because i was like wow you know to go from one moment of being okay and then the next moment not being okay i was just like wow i'm talking about i was numb like everything it was really scary so I end up deciding in that moment because I knew that it had a, probably a lot to do with my stress because that's what the doctor was telling me when I was there. I was like, like, oh, when you're stressed out, you know, you can experience different things, blah, blah, blah. So I said, you know what? I think I know what's stressing me out. And I ain't going to say no names and point no fingers, but I think I know. So I went on a mission and I said, you know what? I'm out to eliminate some stuff. I started changing. I started getting my body together, get my mind right, blah, blah, blah. So I'm at the doctor's for fast forward, maybe about two months later, two and a half months later, I'm at the doctor taking my kid to get the physical. Mind you, we see the same doctor. It's like a, you know, like a little private doctor, whatever, whatever. So they see everybody, kids, adults, all that stuff. So anyway, um, I, I see the doctor and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to her and everything. And I was telling her like, you know, I don't know if you heard about my incident that happened and blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, you know what happened? So I rewind the whole story. So she decides to just go look at my files and kind of see what's going on. She said, well, we got some test results back. I don't know if they told you this, but you had a mild stroke. I said, a what? She said, yeah, mild stroke. I said, well, okay, okay. Now it all makes sense why I was numb, why my mouth was moving this way, blah, blah, blah. But when I was there at the hospital, they told me, you know, that everything looked okay. My vitals look okay. I was fine. I guess it was some later test results that ended up coming in. And when she told me this, look, it changed everything in that moment in that moment i said a what a mild stroke never okay never because 
I said, wow, like I knew what it came from. I knew what the stress came from. My whole girl, look, let me keep it 100. Let me keep it 1000 with you. Girl, my whole damn life. Okay. Between my marriage, girl, that I was in, my kids, everything, girl, that shit had me tight, like tight, tight, tight. I'm talking about like could not function fully. Okay, and then I have businesses. Girl, I was taking L's. You know, in life in general, you take L's, okay, with businesses and stuff. Girl, I had L's I was taking, girl. I had things I was dealing with. Girl, it was rough. Deaths in the family. Girl, it was intense. It was an intense, tense time for me over the course of the years. And, you know, right before I had the mild stroke, it was tense for me. Um, and so when I found out when this information was confirmed, girl, you know, I had to go do damage control. So I had to tell everybody what they can get off at and where, where they could stick it and lick it strictly because I said, Oh no, can't expect to have no mild stroke on account of you people. It ain't going down. I had a conversation with my kids, baby daddies, you know, exes, all that. I said, look, y'all found the right one. And at the end of the day, y'all not going to kill me. Mm-mm, you're not going to kill me. So at the end, of, at the end, end of the day. I decided to make some real changes and I decided to put myself first. I decided to not worry about whatever I was experiencing because in my marriage and and, and in some of my other relationships, you know, I've been rejected. Like the guy just kind of gets on his own agenda and just be like, okay, I'll get to Catherine whenever. And it's just like, no, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't like that. You know, and I'm not talking about realistic pushing aside. I'm talking about like rejection, like come in the house, don't talk to you, act like they don't know who you are. Like, you ask a question, they act deaf, dumb, and illiterate. Like, we're talking about rejection. Like, don't go, like, don't take you out. Don't engage with you. Like, like I'm talking about, like, on some, am I good enough? Am I pretty enough shit? Girl, been there and done that. You know, that's why I always encourage you girls, like, please, please. It's a crazy place to be. I've been to a lot of different things. I mean, good and, you know, maybe not so interesting, but... You know, it's all a process, all a part of the growth, if you will. So, yes. All right. So I want to say this to you, girl, in conclusion of all of this. All right. You have to put yourself first. You have to care for yourself enough to not really give a fuck. If someone says they don't want to associate with you, even if it's someone close to you, it could be a mother. It could be a boyfriend, husband, friend. I don't really care who the person is, to be honest, because if someone doesn't want to be around you or if someone is showing you that they are not interested or even... If you personally, you kind of feel like um, maybe you're giving too much and they're not giving you enough and you kind of feel like you're being pushed off to the side. You know, I'm one that always likes to communicate how I feel, especially if shit's about to hit the fan. Like if I'm about to cut you off or if I'm about to flip out on you or whatever, I always give you a warning. That's that's the cutie way. You know, I call it the cutie way. The cutie way is to give you a warning. Okay, because when I'm done with you, Okay, when I'm done with arguing, when I'm done with with, with feeling rejected, when I'm done with trying to tell you how to treat me, when I'm done with trying to explain myself, you better watch out because cat get quiet. And when cat get quiet, you better be nervous, girl. Okay, I'll talk to you about that the cutie way. The cutie way. Girl, look, I tell you, I'll give you four warnings. I might do it a couple of times. I might be like, hey, you know, I'm not happy. Hey, you know, let's talk. Hey, you know, I don't like when you talk to me like that. Hey, I don't like feeling like this. But if I keep talking to you and you don't get it and I give you reasonable time to get your shit in order, girl, cut off, period. You're done. Hit, decapitate you. That's it. Leave you there. I'm so sorry. You know, I warned you in advance. So when it comes down to rejection, baby, step your pussy up. Don't care about it. Just let it go. You understand? Express how you feel, you know. 
um for sure but understand that like oh and then let me give you this little gem too let me let me give you this little gem let me give you something to actually take with you like just take with you a little piece to take with you a little gem if you're feeling rejected if you ever like you know you're feeling rejected and you're like cat i hear what you're saying and everything like that but like how do i deal with it right now um how you deal with it right now is this you find a way to occupy yourself so you don't think about the rejection <laughs> like if someone is say small stuff on their phone and y'all supposed to be hanging out or you know pushes you off to the side you know pushes your opinion off to the side you're feeling some type of way you're gonna need to distract yourself and what you're gonna need to do is go read a book get on your phone do something that gets your mind off of it and gets you into a good place now i'm not saying ignore them but what i'm saying is get distracted in that moment and get into a happier feeling place the reason for this is you're going to begin to attract more positive energy towards you not saying it's going to come from that person but what i am saying is is that you're going to start feeling more fulfilled you'll be very surprised how things come together like you can be arguing with someone or someone can make you feel like crap or whatever whatever and then what ends up happening is that someone comes around and they end up making you feel amazing you know, someone like I used to not be complimented a lot, you know, in my previous relationship, I wasn't complimented a lot. Like you would be like, what? Like, you know, I've always been told I was beautiful. I'm not into my looks like that. Um, you know, I'm just like, this is the face I got. But I do know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stunning. I'm a stunner, you know. Um, I mean, it would be like, you know, no compliments, you know, no like, oh, you're doing a great job. You're a great mom. Blah, blah. I was getting none of that stuff. And what I started to do was refocus my energy. Um, from that rejection and what ended up happening for me was someone would walk up to me randomly and be like you are so beautiful or like oh you're doing an amazing job with those kids or oh you know I see you working you know I see you blah 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 and the, the beautiful thing about that is I still felt the fulfillment that I wanted it just didn't come from who I wanted it from and sometimes in life you got to be okay with that because everything is not going to come exactly the way you always anticipated. That's why you want to focus on the energy. And, and that's the goal. It's not necessarily who gives it to you. Just like if you want to feel love, you want to feel happiness. It's not about someone giving it to you. It's about the emotion. Because honestly, we can get everything we want internally within ourselves. If you want happiness, you want excitement, you want passion, give it to yourself. And what's going to happen is that person, those people are going to start giving it back to you. The universe is going to help you find it. Say you want to have a conversation with someone. Say you're lonely, right? you want to have a conversation with someone obviously you're gonna to have to go outside the house right but if you go to a starbucks and you put that intention out there that i want to have a conversation with someone a meaningful exciting exhilarating conversation i can guarantee you because you placed that intention out there and then you did the little leg work and got your butt up <laughs> and went out even even if you just walked out the out the door and went to go check the mail and you put that intention out there that you want to have a good conversation or at least have a good moment what will happen for you is you will have that moment. You will have that excitement. That's how the universe works. It's so amazing, but that's how the universe works. So that's something you can directly take with you, you know, just move on and find that happy, happy place because you're worth it. You're valuable. And if someone rejects you, baby, as I said at the beginning, fuck them, period. Okay. Put a nice period on it because people will reject you. Just let, just let you know, okay, in conclusion, as I get up on about it, okay, rejection is natural, okay, people ain't gonna always like you, people aren't gonna always wanna hear what you gotta say, people are always gonna kiss your ass, people aren't always gonna wanna be around you, it's not gonna happen, so just please do not think for one second that that's how it's gonna go down, no, people are gonna play you, people are gonna not talk to you, like, it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be, so please don't get it twisted, but what I will say to you is that Get that tougher skin, that more love for yourself, 
and get into your bubble, girl. If you don't know what that is, look up the episode, Create Your Bubble, okay? That'll lead you in the right direction, all right? I love you girls deeply and dearly. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast episode. And, you know, I definitely hope I gave you a nice hug and let you know that everything is okay and that, you know, we're in this together and I felt it before. But at the same time, from one bad bitch to the next, you're going to have to pick up your little upper lip, your bottom lip, whatever you got drooping, honey, and get it together. And know that you are more than a conqueror, honey. Okay. And know that if you are feeling rejected from him, shim, and them. Okay. Him, shim, and them. You're going to need to let them go. Okay. Let it all go. Period. Okay. <laughs> I love you girls deeply and dearly. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Y'all know I'm crazy. Okay. But I just don't want you girls feeling bad for yourself, girl. The more you start loving yourself, you're going to realize like, you know what? I could have been doing this. You know what I'm saying? I could have I been living my best life. But anyway. That's all I got, girls. I love you. Talk to you soon. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Kadiro. And yes, ciao. <laughs> Bye.